Hello everyone. Good afternoon. This is a Saturday afternoon and I'm in my prayer room and it's just on my heart to share. Today's topic is in his presence. I want you guys to really listen to me. For those who really don't find the time or their schedule is so hectic, you know, and distractions come where they don't find time to spend in the Lord's presence. This is also for those who are always heavy burdened, always emotional, don't know what to do, confused at times. Let me share something with you. There is nothing in this world more beautiful, more awesome, more significant than spending time in the Lord's presence. There are so many times because of the the outside world, the noise of the world and everything that's going on around us, we tend to become heavy. We, we tend to become burdened. But when you find that time, just take that time and just be still. You don't even have to say anything. Just say, here I am, Lord, and just be still. And just shut all the noise out. Yes, it's going to take practice. You're going to have to do it over and over in that time in his presence. But just get in the habit of just trying not to think of nothing. Do you know that you can hear silence? Yeah, that's how you know when it's silent. Because you can hear it. You don't hear anything else. When you could just start getting into that moment and just learning to just keep this trying to focus just to listen to the silence that's around you. When you get into that moment, that's when you are truly connected to the divine. That's when you are connected to his presence. That's when you are connected. When you don't hear anything around you, that's... That's when you are out of time. You're not into the time zone. You step into the infinity zone with the Lord. This why in his word, he says he's a present help. Because he's always present. And for those of you who don't know, when they say the kingdom of God is near, that means he is in you. I want a lot of you all to know a lot of times when I speak, I try to reach people who are like babes in Christ who don't try, who quite don't understand. But then at the same time, it could be a refresher for us. Sometimes they do know Christ. They do know the word. Sometimes we need that to hear this, that old stuff again, you know, to, to keep us afresh. But anyway, as I was saying, there's nothing like being in his presence. When you're in his presence, you don't have to hear him. He knows you there. He knows everything about us. When we come to pray, he knows we're getting ready to pray. He knows what we get ready to pray about. He knows all things. 
So never underestimate just sitting in silence in his presence. <clears throat> he could be working on things inside of you. But by the time you sit there and just relax in him and in assurance that his presence is there, you have to have the faith to know that his presence is there in the midst of silence. And you could just think about the name of Jesus. Or you could just think about anything. You could think about a scripture just being silent. If you could think about a scripture that if it would help you block out all these other unnecessary thoughts that keep trying to bombard your mind, then you could just think of a scripture and just meditate on it. He's still there doing the work in you. Let me tell you, when you get in that place and start learning how to get in that place, by the time you come out, whatever was burdening you is gone. He lifts it up off of you. And many times you can tell when it lifts up. A lot of times when I be going through Facebook, I hear a lot of people say, pray for me. I'm not feeling well. Pray for me. You know, because their mind is just bombarded with so much negativity. And I can't really answer all of them, but some I do take the time and I text them. I'm like, get in his presence. He's a present help. Whatever you need in that time, when you're feeling down and out, when you're feeling lonely, when you're feeling fear, when you're feeling doubt, when you're feeling double-mindedness, go to the presence of God. Guys, this stuff is real. And I know a lot of you already know. I'm talking about those who have not took the time. And do you know, for those who have not taken the time, do you know that you may be thinking that it's you that don't have the time? But let me share something with you. I have a podcast that's out that talks about, no, it's a YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel, Patricia D. Mitchell YouTube. And one of them is about distractions. I encourage you to listen to it. Because the enemy, the devil is real. He sends thoughts to you to distract you. He'll tell you, you don't have time to do this. But that's another whole, that's another whole topic. But a lot of times when we are thinking things, and when we are thinking thoughts, we think it's us thinking. No, the enemy ricochet thoughts in our minds too. That's why Joyce Myers uh, have a message out saying the battlefield is between our ears. It's in our head because the devil sends thoughts. Every thought you think is not your thought. And if you think that, please go to Patricia D. Mitchell YouTube and listen to distractions because the enemy deceives us so we don't find time to be in the presence of God because he know we going to get blessed. And then a lot of times it could just be our flesh. We just want to be in control. But let me share something with you. You can never be in control of your life. God has already written strip out in our lives. God knows our beginning and God knows our end. And when we don't step into what he's trying to do in our life, then the enemy can come and take us out. 
And then when we die and the enemy still kill, he comes to still kill and destroy. That scripture, the devil comes to still kill and destroy. So when we don't try to follow the ways of God, the enemy comes to take us out. <coughs> Excuse me. He comes to attempt to take us out. So what I'm saying is, oh, then let me say this. When it happened, don't you hear people say, oh, that was such a nice person or why did God allow this to happen? I do, I do not like when I hear somebody say, why did God allow this to happen? We don't know what really be going on in a person's life. We don't know what their faith is. We don't know what their prayer life is. God is always available for us. He's waiting for you right now when you get through listening to this message if you want to go sit with him. He's always been sitting there waiting to spare us and, and help us. You know, he's a present help. Like he said, his word is true. But then when things happen because we don't seek him, then we want to blame him. And you can't just come seek him like he's Santa Claus. God is not a Santa Claus. You can't just go to him and tell him what you want. Jesus died and paid a price for our sins, which means our life is not even our own. Our life belongs to Christ. Our life belongs to our Heavenly Father. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit can live in us so he can help us and teach us the way to go. So he can protect us. So we can become more like God. So we can have a successful life. So we can have a successful future. So we can be blessed. So we can receive the good things in life. But in order to get that, he has to do a work in us. Which means we're going to go through challenges. We're going to go through storms. We're going to go through a lot. Because when we go through it, he's building our faith. He's changing the way we think. He's trying to mold us from the inside out so he can get us to a successful life that he has promised us. We have promises all through the Bible that God has for us. But we can't get it outside his will. It has to be done his way. So that's why when we go through these, these challenges and these things happen, that's why he say, come to me. Come to me. I'm a present help. I'm here to help you. I know what you're going to go through. I know what you was going to go through before you went through it. Before you even saw the situation arise, I see these things. I'm here for you. Sometimes I'll pull you out of it, but sometimes I have to walk you through it because I know what you need to make you stronger for what I have for you in the future. So, what I'm saying also, this is why a lot of people are heavy. This is why it's a lot of depression in the world. This is why people are stressed out. They're worried about their job. They're worried about being laid off. They're worried about all this stuff. God already has that taken care of. But nobody takes the time to read his word, to be consistent in prayer, and to sit in his presence. Do you know when you sit in his presence, sometimes when you get up, not only will whatever that heaviness that was on you be gone, he been to put something in your heart. He had been to reveal something to you. And you'd be like, oh my God, that must be God. You know, you'll be hearing that a lot. Lord, that's you talking to me. 
You know, because you, you'll receive something in your spirit. And it'd be something inspiring. It'd be something peaceful. It'd be an answer to something that, that you've been wanting to answer to. So, folks, I'm trying to let you know you cannot live this life without God. Not when you got the devil out there just taking people out. He got people strung out on drugs. He got people murdering people. He got people molesting children. He's got people just, uh, you blacks shooting and killing one another. You understand? Now he got the cops killing the blacks. The, all these young youth. All this stuff is the devil's world. That's him. That's, that's, that, this is his world. That is, is written in the Bible. That's why he say, if we are children of God, the, the word of God says, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. So if you're a Christian, that means you are in this world with all this evilness going on, but God said, you're not of it. He's like, I got you. You're the light in this darkness. Just stay close to me and I navigate your life. I'll show you what to do. I will lead the way for you. I will not let any harm come near you. Stick with me. Now you hear what I'm saying. But a lot of people are not doing that. And it's a lot of us that are sticking with God. Don't get me wrong. But many are not. And that's why it's written in his word. He said the road, the, the written, what, what's written in the Bible is, is this. It says, the road to destruction is wide. It's wide. God already know. He know. It's wide. And the road to him, to safety, dang, I can't quote the scripture. I have to paraphrase it a little bit, but. The road like going to heaven to do the right thing is very narrow. So it may be more people going to hell than there are going to heaven. Because a lot of people, when you don't have that relationship with God, you know what you tend to do? Because I've been there. See, I've been I've been out there doing my crazy thing. I'm not going to lie. I've been out there. I've been in the world. I've been getting drunk, smoking my reefer and all that. I've been there and I've done that. And I'm not going to lie. But God brought me out. And I can look back where well, he spared my life at least more than four or five times. He spared me. I've been in places where I was set up, not knowing, being naive, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, trying to be friends with everybody, trying to be nice with everybody, trying to help everybody. And the enemy was using them to take my life. When I look back, before I even really knew God, I could see where he navigated and he spared me. He spared me. So I'm telling you, your life is secure when you are in his hands. And when we don't have him, this is what I left off at. When we don't have God, you know what we tend to do? Because I've done it. I get out there and I start talking with everybody else. God, he ain't nowhere around. I don't even look towards him. I'm out there. Yeah, girl, did you hear on the news? Da, da, da. Yeah, girl, I heard that. And then you're in this big mass bubble with trillions of people, everybody giving their opinion on what they going to do and how they feel about this and how they feel about that, voicing their opinion. Girl, I know, I know, I know. That's why the road to construction is wide because that's what millions of, that's what a lot of people do. They get together, but those who stick with God, 
stick in his presence. They're not in that bubble. They're outside that bubble. Because see, God is showing them something else. Where everybody else gossip and talk about what they think that's going on, what might be going on, and voicing all their opinions. God is speaking to those who are seeking him, and he's revealing what's really going on. So what you be seeing, what God is revealing to you and the people that's connected with you that seeks him, you you all, our interpretation and the bubble people interpretation is two different things. So they're like just out there, don't know what's going on. And so when then life get rough, then they get stressed out. You know, they worry. Some commit suicide because they can't take life, whatever they may be going through in relationships, whatever what it is. Some want to go rob and steal because they fearful that they can't survive. And the reason why they do those things because they're not connected to the source. But us, the ones that's connected, that's why we have peace because we know our God. We know he has us. He speaks to our heart. God is a covenant God. God is a personal God. God is not just a God to just sit up in the, as people do, as I used to think. I'm going to put that on me. Oh, God just in, in heaven up there, just watching and seeing what's going on. No, he lives right inside us when we accept him, as, in our, accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. He lives in us. We may not hear, I don't hear him audibly. I only heard him audibly one time, and that's when he, maybe twice. Once is when I heard an audible voice. He asked me would I die for him. That's another thing. I make y'all laugh on that. When he asked me that, I thought he was going to take me out. And I was like, yeah, and I started crying. I'm like, yeah, I died, but please let my family know. Don't laugh at me, please. I shouldn't even be sharing this. Don't let my, don't let my family be hurt by it. But when he, when he, yeah, that's a long story, but that's, that's something. But when he asked me to die for him, he was asking me to die to myself, die to my selfishness, die to my attitude, die to my pride, die to my unforgiveness, die to everything that's not of him. So when he asked me to die for him, die for him later, I found out that's what he meant. He wanted me to die to myself and find life in him so I can think more like him and become more like him. You understand what I'm saying? So, help me, Holy Spirit. Where are we here? But anyway, so that's when we we start to think different. So, thank you, Holy Spirit. So, when we start to think different, then we start to act different. So, so now we don't talk like the other people talk. We don't talk the garbage and the uncertainties that other people talk. We talk what God tells us. We start speaking his word of God. I know my Lord protect me. I know my Lord provide for me. So when you get laid off, a person in the world will get upset and start worrying and tripping. And if her husband get laid off, then she may be going off on him. But when somebody is with God and a husband get laid off or a woman get laid off, they're like, Lord, I know you got me. I'm not going to let this bother me. Because you said that you will provide for me. So you see the difference? You see the difference? This is why it's so good to stay connected to your father. It is so, so, so important to stay connected. I go to him sometimes as my heavenly father because I know he's my heavenly father. 
when I, I go to the Holy Spirit, because they say in the Bible says the Holy Spirit is your comforter. He's your teacher. He's the one that molds you and make you more like God. He's the one that, you know, change your ways, the ways God wants to be changed in you. The Holy Spirit does that. And the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. It says in the Bible, he's a gentleman. Now, me personally, what I do, I talk to the Holy Spirit a lot. He's like my invisible friend. And I love it because a lot of time I share some things. And now I'm not going to keep you long, Greg. Keep your show. I'm ready to sum it up here. But it's like once you get connection with the Holy Spirit, it's like I used to always lose my keys years ago. I always I can never find my keys. I can never find my keys. I did that for years, guys, because I know back in the day I lived a fast life. I'm not going to lie. I lived a fast life. I was here, there, and ricocheting, okay? But anyway, as I grew to Christ, you know, and after I started changing my life and everything, then I found out <clears throat> when I started communing with the Holy Spirit and I talked to him and I asked him things, you know, to share, reveal things to me. But the main thing I connect with him is when I can't, when I misplaced my keys, I used to say I can't find my keys. But now I say, I misplaced my keys. Holy Spirit, can you help me find my keys? I don't know where they at. He come through <clears throat> every time. Every time he come through. And he'll have you, sometimes he'll have you go look for something else. If he can't get your attention one way, he'll have you go look for something. He'll put it on your heart to go look for something else. And when you go look for that something else, that's where your keys be. One time he gave me a vision. My keys was outside in the driveway on the passenger side that I had dropped them before I came into the, the garage, through the garage. So he's just good. And, and they, I don't even know what more I could say, you know, but whenever you need direction, you lost, you go to him or you come into the heavenly father. But when you come before the heavenly father, he said, you cannot come to him unless you come in the name of Jesus. So every time I come in my prayer room, I say, in Jesus' name, then I go Heavenly Father. So you got the Heavenly Father. You got you got the Holy Spirit. He's to comfort you and mold you and to, and to reveal things to you. And then you got Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus is always interceding for us and praying for us. I know Jesus be praying for me all the time. I know. But sometimes I may come into prayer and I may talk to the Father and I might be needs, feeling like I need prayer. So I'm like, Jesus, I know you interceding. But can you intercede too with this or whatever it is? And I bring it to him. I bring it to the Father. You know, and just have a relationship. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's what God wants. He wants a relationship. He wants intimacy. Intimacy. And for those who have not tried it, when you do try it, I'm going to tell you, remember, the devil is going to... Negative thought is going to come into your head. Believe me. Oh, it's silly to sit here thinking God watching me. God listen. Oh, baby, God sees everything. Okay? He sees everything. So don't let them negative thoughts come in because those negative thoughts will not be your thoughts. Because if they were your thoughts, you wouldn't have went to try to sit before him in the first place. So if you go and try to sit with him... <clears throat> That means that inner man, that means that's him drawing you. If you go go to the police to sit there, God has drawn you there.
But when you get there, the enemy going to like, no, no, don't do this. So you got to know it's going to be a battle. And you have to fight <clears throat> for the battle. God love us so much. This is what really blesses me. When I know I want to spend time with him, and I know the enemy be trying to not make me do it. He put them thoughts and feelings all in my body, you know, to make me not spend time with God. You know what? You know how awesome God is. All you got to do is say, Lord, help me. Help me. I want to spend time with you. I want to sit in your presence. Just tell him. <clears throat> and he will give you the strength. You may fail here and fail there, but don't get mad saying, Lord, I prayed. I went one time. But then it didn't happen. Do not do that. Because you know what's being tested is your faith. It's your faith. So when you come in, if you don't do it, say, Lord, I'm, I, I, I tried yesterday and it didn't happen. I've been praying to you. I know you got me. I know it's going to happen. You always have to approach him with confidence. You can't, like I said earlier, he's not a Santa Claus. He ain't going to just give you what you want. Because he know your moves before you make your moves. So he know how he has to do to work with you. and to, I mean, to work through you. You understand? To strengthen you. So never go to him complain. Just say, I know you got me. And you know what? I'm getting revelation as I'm talking. And when you keep messing up, not making, you keep asking, you keep messing up. You know what he, and you keep going to him like, Lord, I know you got me. Okay, so now it's three times I tried to come, but I'm still trusting you. Even though I, I'm not showing up, I'm still trusting you're going to help me. <coughs> you know what that does? <coughs> that builds your trust in him. And guess what? That might be just what he's trying to do. Not for you to look at your circumstances, but to trust him. Just like when you lose your job, to trust him. Just like if you get sick, the doctor tell you, you, you got this and that. You can go to him and trust him. Because you're not looking at what's going on around you. But that's the same thing when you want to go spend time in his presence. It look like you ain't doing, you know, it look like you're not spending time with him. You praying to him, you think he ain't answering your prayer, but he's teaching you to trust him. Because every time you come back, you're like, Lord, dang, it's been a week, Lord. It's been two weeks, Lord. I've been praying for you to help me. I've been praying for you to help me to come pray. I ain't been in here to pray, but I trust you. Once you get in that place, baby, please, please, God got you. So I just thank you guys. I'm sorry it went that long. I just flowed with the spirit of God. I hope this message was a blessing to you. And I pray for those who are not saved to get saved. In order to be saved, all you have to do is just do a prayer of salvation. And you can, I can say it now, and you can just do it out loud where you at. But it's like, Heavenly, it's like, in Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, I come before you. I believe your son Jesus died and was risen in three days Lord I repent of my sins Lord I believe in my heart 
when I confess Lord Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I ask also for you to fill me with this Holy Spirit. I now confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Come in, live your life in me and through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed, everybody. Talk to you next time. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. This is a Saturday afternoon, and I'm in my prayer room. And it's just on my heart to share. Today's topic is in his presence. I want you guys to really listen to me. For those who really don't find the time or their schedule is so hectic, you know, and distractions come where they don't find time to spend in the Lord's presence. This is also for those who are always heavy burdened, always emotional, don't know what to do, confused at times. Let me share something with you. There is nothing in this world more beautiful, more awesome, more significant than spending time in the Lord's presence. There are so many times because of the, the outside world, the noise of the world and everything that's going on around us, we tend to become heavy. We, we tend to become burdened. But when you find that time, just take that time and just be still. You don't even have to say anything. Just say, here I am, Lord, and just be still and just shut all the noise out. Yes, it's going to take practice. You're going to have to do it over and over in that time in his presence. But just get in the habit of just trying not to think of nothing. Do you know that you can hear silence? Yeah, that's how you know when it's silent. Because you can hear it. You don't hear anything else. When you could just start getting into that moment and just learning to just keep just trying to focus just to listen to the silence that's around you. When you get into that moment, that's when you are truly connected to the divine. That's when you are connected to his presence. That's when you are connected. When you don't hear anything around you, that's, that's when you are out of time. You're not into the time zone. You step into the infinity zone with the Lord. This why in his word, he says he's a present help because he's always present. And for those of you who don't know, when they say the kingdom of God is near, that means he is in you. 
I want a lot of you all to know a lot of times when I speak, I try to reach people who are like babes in Christ who don't try, who quite don't understand. But then at the same time, it could be a refresher for us sometimes that do know Christ, that do know the word. Sometimes we need that to hear this, that old stuff again, you know, to, to keep us afresh. But anyway, as I was saying, there's nothing like being in his presence. When you're in his presence, you don't have to hear him. He knows you there. He knows everything about us. When we come to pray, he knows we're getting ready to pray. He knows what we're getting ready to pray about. He knows all things. So never underestimate just sit in silence in his presence. <clears throat> he could be working on things inside of you. But by the time you sit there and just relax in him and in assurance that his presence is there, you have to have the faith to know that his presence is there in the midst of silence. And you could just think about the name of Jesus. Or you could just think about anything. You could think about a scripture just being silent. If you could think about a scripture that if it would help you block out all these other unnecessary thoughts to keep trying to bombard your mind, then you could just think of a scripture and just meditate on it. He's still there doing the work in you. Let me tell you, when you get in that place and start learning how to get in that place, by the time you come out, whatever was burdening you is gone. He lifts it up off of you. And many times you can tell when it lifts up. A lot of times when I be going through Facebook, I hear a lot of people say, pray for me. I'm not feeling well. Pray for me. You know, because their mind is just bombarded with so much negativity. And I can't really answer all of them, but some I do take the time and I text them. I'm like, get in his presence. He's a present help. Whatever you need in that time, when you're feeling down and out, when you're feeling lonely, when you're feeling fear, when you're feeling doubt, when you're feeling double-mindedness, go to the presence of God. Guys, this stuff is real. And I know a lot of you already know. I'm talking about those who have not took the time. And do you know, for those who have not taken the time, do you know that you may be thinking that it's you that don't have the time? But let me share something with you. I have a podcast that's out that talks about, the, no, it's a YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel, Patricia D. Mitchell YouTube. And one of them is about distractions. I encourage you to listen to it because the enemy, the devil is real. He send thoughts to you to distract you. He'll tell you, you don't have time to do this. But that's another whole, that's another whole topic. But a lot of times when we are thinking things and when we're thinking thoughts, we think it's us thinking. No, the enemy ricochet thoughts in our minds too. That's why Joyce Myers uh, have a message out saying the battlefield is between our ears. It's in our head because the devil sends thoughts. 
Every thought you think is not your thought. And if you think that, please go to Patricia D. Mitchell YouTube and listen to distractions. Because the enemy deceives us so we don't find time to be in the presence of God. Because he knows we're going to get blessed. And then a lot of times it could just be our flesh. We just want to be in control. But let me share something with you. You can never be in control of your life. God has already written strip out in our life. God knows our beginning and God knows our end. And when we don't step into what he's trying to do in our life, then the enemy can come and take us out. And then when we die and the enemy still kill, he comes to still kill and destroy. That scripture, the devil comes to still kill and destroy. So when we don't try to follow the ways of God, the enemy comes to take us out. <coughs> Excuse me. He comes to attempt to take us out. So what I'm saying is, oh, then let me say this. When it happened, don't you hear people say, oh, that was such a nice person or why did God allow this to happen? I do, I do not like when I hear somebody say, why did God allow this to happen? We don't know what really be going on in a person's life. We don't know what their faith is. We don't know what their prayer life is. God is always available for us. He's waiting for you right now when you get through listening to this message if you want to go sit with him. He's always been sitting there waiting to spare us and, and help us. You know, he's a present help. Like he said, his word is true. But then when things happen because we don't seek him, then we want to blame him. And you can't just come seek him like he's Santa Claus. God is not a Santa Claus. You can't just go to him and tell him what you want. Jesus died and paid a price for our sins, which means our life is not even our own. Our life be belongs to Christ. Our life belongs to our Heavenly Father. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit can live in us so he can help us and teach us the way to go. So he can protect us. So we can become more like God. So we can have a successful life. So we can have a successful future. So we can be blessed. So we can receive the good things in life. But in order to get that, he has to do a work in us. Which means we're going to go through challenges. We're going to go through storms. We're going to go through a lot. Because when we go through it, he's building our faith. He's changing the way we think. He's trying to mold us from the inside out so he can get us to a successful life that he has promised us. We have promises all through the Bible that God has for us. But we can't get it outside his will. It has to be done his way. So that's why when we go through these these challenges and these things happen. That's why he said, come to me. Come to me. I'm a present help. I'm here to help you. I know what you're going to go through. I know what you was going to go through before you went through it. Before you even saw the situation arise. I see these things. I'm here for you. Sometimes I'll pull you out of it. But sometimes I have to walk you through it because I know what you need to make you stronger for what I have for you in the future. So what I'm saying also, this is why 
a lot of people are heavy. This is why it's a lot of depression in the world. This is why people are stressed out. They're worried about their job. They're worried about being laid off. They're worried about all this stuff. God already has that taken care of. But nobody takes the time to read his word, to be consistent in prayer, and to sit in his presence. Do you know when you sit in his presence, sometimes when you get up, not only will whatever that heaviness that was on you be gone, he been to put something in your heart. He had been to reveal something to you. And you'd be like, oh my God, that must be God. You know, you'll be hearing that a lot. Lord, that's you talking to me. You know, because you, you'll receive something in your spirit. And it'd be something inspiring. It'd be something peaceful. It'd be an answer to something that, that you've been wanting to answer to. So folks, I'm trying to let you know, you cannot live this life without God. Not when you got the devil out there just taking people out. He got people strung out on drugs. He got people murdering people. He got people molesting children. He's got people just, uh, you blacks shooting and killing one another. You understand? Now he got the cops killing the blacks. The, all these young youth. All this stuff is the devil's world. That's him. That's, that's, that, this is his world. That is, is written in the Bible. That's why he say, if we are children of God, the, the word of God says, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. So if you're a Christian, that means you are in this world with all this evilness going on, but God said, you're not of it. He's like, I got you. You're the light in this darkness. Just stay close to me and I navigate your life. I'll show you what to do. I will lead the way for you. I will not let any harm come near you. Stick with me. Now you hear what I'm saying. But a lot of people are not doing that. And it's a lot of us that are sticking with God. Don't get me wrong. But many are not. And that's why it's written in his word. He said the road, the, the written, what, what's written in the Bible is, is this. It says the road to destruction is wide. It's wide. God already know. He know. It's wide. And the road to him, to safety, dang, I can't quote the scripture. I have to paraphrase it a little bit, but. The road like going to heaven to do the right thing is very narrow. So it may be more people going to hell than there are going to heaven. Because a lot of people, when you don't have that relationship with God, you know what you tend to do? Because I've been there. See, I've been, I've been out there doing my crazy thing. I'm not going to lie. I've been out there. I've been in the world. I've been getting drunk, smoking my reefer and all that. I've been there and I've done that. And I'm not going to lie. But God brought me out. And I can look back, but he spared my life at least more than four or five times. He spared me. I've been in places where I was set up, not knowing, being naive, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, trying to be friends with everybody, trying to be nice with everybody, trying to help everybody. And the enemy was using them to take my life. When I look back, before I even really knew God, I could see where he navigated and he spared me. He spared me. So I'm telling you, your life is secure when you are in his hands. 
And when we don't have him, this is where I left off at. When we don't have God, you know what we tend to do? Because I've done it. I get out there and I start talking with everybody else. I, God, is, he ain't nowhere around. I don't even look towards him. I'm out there. Yeah, girl, did you hear on the news? Da, da, da. Yeah, girl, I heard that. And then you're in this big mass bubble with trillions of people. Everybody giving their opinion on what they going to do and how they feel about this and how they feel about that. Voicing their opinion. Girl, I know, I know, I know. That's why the road to construction is why, because that's what millions of, that's what a lot of people do. They get together. But those who stick with God, stick in his presence. They're not in that bubble. They're outside that bubble. Because see, God is showing them something else. Where everybody else gossip and talk about what they think that's going on, what might be going on, and voicing all their opinions. God is speaking to those who are seeking him, and he's revealing what's really going on. So what you be seeing, what God is revealing to you and the people that's connected with you that seeks him, you, you all, our interpretation and the bubble people interpretation is two different things. So they're like just out there, don't know what's going on. And so when then life get rough, then they get stressed out. You know, they worry. Some commit suicide because they can't take life, whatever they may be going through in relationships, whatever what it is. Some want to go rob and steal because they fearful that they can't survive. And the reason why they do those things because they're not connected to the source. But us, the ones that's connected, that's why we have peace because we know our God. We know he has us. He speaks to our heart. God is a covenant God. God is a personal God. God is not just a God to just sit up in the, as people do, as I used to think. I'm going to put that on me. Oh, God just in, in heaven up there, just watching and seeing what's going on. No, he lives right inside us when we accept him and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. He lives in us. We may not hear, I don't hear him audibly. I only heard him audibly one time, and that's when he, maybe twice. Once is when I heard an audible voice. He asked me what I died for him. That's another thing. I make y'all laugh on that. When he asked me that, I thought he was going to take me out. And I was like, yeah, and I, I started crying. I'm like, yeah, I died, but please let my family know. Don't laugh at me, please. I shouldn't even be sharing it. Don't let my, don't let my family be hurt by it. But when he, when he, yeah, that's a long story, but that's, that's something. But when he asked me to die for him, he was asking me to die to myself, die to my selfishness, die to my attitude, die to my pride, die to my unforgiveness, die to everything that's not of him. So when he asked me to die for him, die for him later, I found out that's what he meant. He wanted me to die to myself and find life in him so I can think more like him and become more like him. You understand what I'm saying? So, help me, Holy Spirit. Where are we here? But anyway, so that's when we we start to think different. So, thank you, Holy Spirit. So, when we start to think different, then we start to act different. So, so now, we don't talk like the other people talk. We don't talk the garbage and the uncertainties that other people talk. We talk what God tells us, we start speaking his word of God. I know my Lord protect me. I know my Lord provide for me. 
So when you get laid off, a person in the world will get upset and start worrying and tripping. And if her husband get laid off, then she may be going off on him. But when somebody is with God and a husband get laid off or a woman get laid off, they're like, Lord, I know you got me. I'm not going to let this bother me because you said that you will provide for me. So you see the difference? You see the difference? This is why it's so good to stay connected to your father. It is so, so, so important to stay connected. I go to him sometimes as my heavenly father because I know he's my heavenly father. When I, I go to the Holy Spirit, because they say in the Bible it says the Holy Spirit is your comforter. He's your teacher. He's the one that molds you and make you more like God. He's the one that, you know, change your ways, the ways God wants to be changed in you. The Holy Spirit does that. And the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. It says in the Bible, he's a gentleman. Now, me personally, what I do, I talk to the Holy Spirit a lot. He's like my invisible friend. And I love it. Because a lot of time, I share some things. And now, I'm not going to keep you long, Greg. Keep your show. I'm ready to sum it up here. But it's like, once you get connection with the Holy Spirit, it's like, I used to always lose my keys. Years ago, I always, I can never find my keys. I can never find my keys. I did that for years, guys, because I know back in the day, I lived a fast life. I'm not going to lie. I lived a fast life. I was here, there, and ricocheting, okay? But anyway, as I grew to Christ, you know, and after I started changing my life and everything, then I found out <clears throat> when I started communing with the Holy Spirit and I talked to him and I asked him things, you know, to share, reveal things to me. But the main thing I connect with him is when I can't... When I misplaced my keys, I used to say I can't find my keys. But now I say, I misplaced my keys. Holy Spirit, can you help me find my keys? I don't know where they at. He come through <clears throat> every time. Every time he come through. And he'll have you, sometimes he'll have you go look for something else. If he can't get your attention one way, he'll have you go look for something. He'll put it on your heart to go look for something else. And when you go look for that something else, that's where your keys be. One time he gave me a vision. My keys was outside in the driveway on the passenger side that I had dropped them before I came into the, the garage, through the garage. So he's just good. And, and they, I don't even know what more I could say, you know, but whenever you need direction, you lost, you go to him or you come into the heavenly father. But when you come before the heavenly father, he said, you cannot come to him unless you come in the name of Jesus. So every time I come in my prayer room, I say in Jesus name, then I go heavenly father. So you got the heavenly father. You got, you got the Holy spirit. He's to comfort you and mold you and, and to reveal things to you. And then you got Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus is always interceding for us and praying for us. I know Jesus be praying for me all the time. I know. But sometimes I may come into prayer and I may be talking to the Father. And I might be feeling like I need prayer. And I'm like, Jesus, I know you interceding. But can you intercede too with this or whatever it is? And I bring it to him. I bring it to the Father. You know, and just have a relationship. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's what God wants. He wants a relationship. He wants intimacy. Intimacy. And for those who have not tried it, when you do try it, I'm going to tell you, remember, the devil is going to 
negative thoughts is going to come into your head. Believe me. Oh, it's silly to sit here thinking, God watching me. God listen. Oh, baby, God see everything. Okay? He sees everything. So don't let the negative thoughts come in because those negative thoughts will not be your thoughts. Because if they were your thoughts, you wouldn't have went to try to sit before him in the first place. So if you go and try to sit with him, <clears throat> that means that inner man, that means that's him drawing you. If you go go to the police to sit there, God has drawn you there. But when you get there, the enemy go like, no, no, don't do this. So you got to know it's going to be a battle. And you have to fight <clears throat> for the battle. God love us so much. This is what really blesses me. When I know I want to spend time with him, and I know the enemy be trying to not make me do it. He put them thoughts and feelings on in my body, you know, to make me not spend time with God. You know what? You know how awesome God is. All you got to do is say, Lord, help me. Help me. I want to spend time with you. I want to sit in your presence. Just tell him. <clears throat> and he will give you the strength. You may fail here and fail there, but don't get mad saying, Lord, I prayed. I went one time. Then it didn't happen. Do not do that. Because you know what's being tested is your faith. It's your faith. So when you come in, if you don't do it, say, Lord, I'm, I, I, I tried yesterday and it didn't happen. I've been praying to you. I know you got me. I know it's going to happen. You always have to approach him with confidence. You can't, like I said earlier, he's not a Santa Claus. He ain't going to just give you what you want. Because he know your moves before you make your moves. So he know how he has to do to work with you. and to I mean, to work through you. You understand? To strengthen you. So never go to him complain. Just say, I know you got me. And you know what? I'm getting revelation as I'm talking. And when you keep messing up, not making, you keep asking, you keep messing up. You know what he, and you keep going to him like, Lord, I know you got me. Okay, so now it's three times I tried to come, but I'm still trusting you. Even though I, I'm not showing up, I'm still trusting you're going to help me. <coughs> you know what that does? <coughs> that builds your trust in him. And guess what? That might be just what he's trying to do. Not for you to look at your circumstances, but to trust him. Just like when you lose your job, to trust him. Just like if you get sick, the doctor tell you, you, you got this and that. You could go to him and trust him. Because you're not looking at what's going on around you. Well, that's the same thing when you want to go spend time in his presence. It look like you ain't doing, you know, it look like you're not spending time with him. You praying to him, you think he ain't answering your prayer, but he's teaching you to trust him. Because every time you come back, you're like, Lord, dang, it's been a week, Lord. It's been two weeks, Lord. I've been praying for you to help me. I've been praying for you to help me to come pray. I ain't been in here to pray, but I trust you. Once you get in that place, baby, please, please, God got you. So I just thank you guys. I'm sorry it went that long. I just flowed with the spirit of God. I hope this message was a blessing to you. And I pray for those who are not saved to get saved. In order to be saved, all you have to do is just do a prayer of salvation. And you can 
I can say it now and you can just do it out loud where you at. But it's like heavenly it's like in Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, I come before you. I believe your son Jesus died and was risen in three days. Lord, I repent of my sins. Lord, I believe in my heart when I confess Lord Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I ask also for you to fill me with this Holy Spirit. I now confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Come in, live your life in me and through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed, everybody. Talk to you next time.